Let's move on because we're talking about Jesus saying, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And, uh, yeah, I was going to sit down today, um, but I won't. So the, I, let's... So for the past, past few weeks, we've been talking about the I am's of Jesus, uh, you know, and Jesus is using these metaphors to encourage us to understand him in, in a new facet or a new dimension. All right. My, 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 that just when I was getting walking around, man, I was going to sit and I'm going to Okay. I'm, I'm back. Uh, so Jesus is, is many faceted. He's amazing in that there's so much to him. He's, he's not just this one dimensional. It's like, Oh, Jesus is my savior. Uh, and so n- nobody understood him when he was on the earth. It, I mean, you, you read through the, the gospel of John and the whole concept of the book is that, that you would believe who I really am. And so Jesus over and over would try to explain who he was. And uh, through these IMs, he explains, and he always uses stories. He always uses metaphors because we can't usually get stuff until we understand the story. And so because he was talking to a Jewish audience, uh, most of these things they would understand. When he says, I am the bread of life, they would go, oh, the manna in the wilderness. It's like, okay, I think he's, you know, he's getting this. You know, when he talks about the light of the world, he's saying, oh, yeah, like that light in the desert that, that brought us Israelites uh, into the promised land. And, and so he, he would use these terms to connect them with the past, but also to help them understand who he really was as the Savior of the world. And so he goes through, he talks about, I am the gate, I am the way uh, in uh, to, to heaven and into the, the flock. And then he talks about, I am the good shepherd. And they want to understand, oh, Psalm 23, yeah, that's a common psalm. That's something we understand. And uh, so I, I've just been uh, just, I don't I'm know. To commun- you, know <laughs> you ever try to get something out of people and are like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and you, uh, so... That's a, that's a common thing. But the, the thing that really struck me last week is Jesus is the good shepherd is like, he's kind of in charge of my life. And I spend a lot of my life trying to be in charge of it. And I wonder why there's this disconnect or worry or, or conflict. And it's because I'm just not resting in, in his voice. And it's like, he's leading me out this way. He's guiding me this way. He, and I'm like, okay, this is great. Now, if, if you find yourself uh, reading like, like I do, uh, we realize that the disciples were just like us. They didn't get a thing that Jesus said. They really didn't. He's going, I'm the light of the world. They're like, what? Where's the, where's the, where's the light, guys? You know, I'm the bread of life. And they're like, hey, did we forget bread again? Oh, a bunch of idiots. You know, it's like, we're always forgetting the bread. And, you know, yeah. I mean, these guys, they're relying on, on little kids with their lunches. You know, they're not paying attention at all. And no matter what Jesus says, they don't get it. That's good news. Because sometimes we don't understand what Jesus is saying either. And we're just not getting it. It's like, welcome to discipleship. 
is that you're, you know, there, God will inform you. You just keep praying this prayer. Lord, teach us. Lord, guide us. And, and something in that psalm today, which was pretty funny, is he says, teach me twice. Uh, because how many have had to had one lesson or another have to be taught twice? <laughs> or three times, or you're still learning the same old lesson. Well, the good thing is when you read when you read the Gospels, you realize the the disciples never they just they just couldn't wrap their head around stuff. And so now we come to chapter 14, and they really don't get it because Jesus just said to them in chapter 13. You remember the uh, chapter 13 is when he washes their feet. He says, somebody's going to betray you. He says, I'm going to go away, which means I'm going to die. And everybody's like, uh, hold, hold on a second. I, I thought we were doing something else. And, and he's like, no, this is it. I'm giving you my last message. And it's like, and they just, they, they couldn't figure it out. They're like, so where are you going? Where are you going again? What's what's wrong? With, what? Who's going to deny you? And, and Peter's like, not me. And he's like, yeah, today, yep, by the end of the day, you'll be, that's, that's you. So anyway, I just wanted to begin this morning by saying, it's okay if you don't get it, because Jesus simplifies everything for us. And, and that was really kind of the message that I got as I was studying this was, it, it, and I always say, you know, like in, in children's church, you know, the answer is always just Jesus. It's like, what's the answer? Jesus. You know, every once in a while you throw Moses in there, but pretty much it's Jesus, right? And, and, I, and I'm like, am I just redundant? Am I just, you know, am I just saying the same thing over and over again? <laughs> and I realize, yeah, because by the time you leave here, you'll forget that Jesus is your shepherd. Jesus is your light. Jesus is your bread. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. He's the resurrection. You'll forget that. And so when we gather together, we come back to remember again, and we bring it in from a little different perspective. But I, I think even after walking with Jesus for over 30 years now, I hate, I hate to say that, I'm sure I'm pushing 40 years, and I still have to come back to Jesus. Because <laughs> I still drift. I'm, I'm like, okay, how do we fix this? Oh, maybe I should pray. Who am I praying for? I'm praying to Jesus. It's like, yeah, good plan. Let's do that. Are you guys with me? So it doesn't matter if you're a day old in the Lord or 50 years old in the Lord. It doesn't matter. that What Jesus is wanting to, the message of the day is, I'm the answer. Okay, you guys ready? Babe, you're just in time. I'm just getting started. <laughs> okay. So here we are. So after this Last Supper, uh, the... the the disciples are confused, and Jesus makes a statement. We'll read, we'll read it together. This is uh, John 14, 1 to 6. He says, Don't let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. I got to read that again. 
I, I read that so many times this week, but I, this is a, such a beautiful promise. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. And Thomas says, uh, uh, excuse me, Lord, raises his hand. Uh, we don't know where you're going. <laughs> so how can we know the way? I just love that. He's like, uh, I love it. You know, you, you got to have a Tom, you got to have a Tom in the group. Raise your hand. You say, uh, Lord, you were saying again, where are you going? You know how it is. You get the little brain fade and you're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, They're, the teacher's talking. We see that in school all the time. Okay. And Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is beautiful. Okay, so the, uh, this is the, the thing he starts with is don't let your hearts be troubled. Now, how many people here have had some troubled hearts? <laughs> how many hearts are troubled right now? And you're, you know, I mean, we're living in a world of troubled hearts. And Jesus is telling his disciples who are now very troubled because they, one, they don't, you know, they're, they're starting to get maybe a small clue that the future is going to be different than what they had expected. And when that happens, that's why we worry, right? Worry is, is, it's, it's debt to the future, right? You're taking a debt to the future now. You're like, hey, I'd like to look into the future. How much does that cost? Uh, but you can't get there. And so he says, don't let your heart be troubled. And he, he says, this is what you do. Believe in God. Now, to believe means to trust. Is your heart troubled? Trust. Trust that God will lead you, guide you, teach you. You know, everything we just talked about in Psalm 25. He will, if you ask, he will, he will get you there. So he's giving us the, 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 antidote for a troubled heart. And he's saying, uh, don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe in me. Because they still hadn't connected the two. And the rest of the conversation, in, or, or half of the conversation in 14 is, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And just as Leonard was saying, Jesus is God. As, you know, from John 1.1, <laughs> in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And the whole book of John is that you might believe that Jesus is God because he's our Savior. Okay, we got it? All right. So he's, and then he, he, he tells this funny little thing. He says, my father's house has many rooms. Now, I don't, I don't have time to develop, but in, in those times when somebody would have a property, Usually what happens was they, they would build additional rooms for their kids and their grandkids and their great grandkids and, and so that they could be together. And, and Jesus was saying, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm going, I'm going home. And guess what? I'm preparing your place too. Now, I think, I think, you know, a lot of times where we go, God's preparing a place for us. And I've heard, you know, pithy little things like, you know, if, if it's, you know, if it's taking them thousands of years for, you, you won't believe the room you're going to get. 
It's like, well, you know, it's kind of, you know, is the Ritz-Carlton or, you know, what's it going to be? You know, Motel 6? That's not what he's talking about. He's, he's saying, listen, you know, I mean, we must have this idea that heaven's just in total disarray. And Jesus is spending all his time. He's like, well, I am a carpenter after all. I better get building on these things every time. Then somebody raised their hand. I want to follow Jesus. They're like, oh, another room. Oh, no. You know, now we got to prepare another one. And, you know, he's tired after 2,000 years. You know, prepare making rooms. You know, it's like, got to make beds. You know how it is. Somebody comes over. Anyway. Uh, there's a lot to do. That's not what he's saying. He's like, he's like, I'm going to the cross to make a way for you to join me at home. <laughs> so I'm going home. And I'm making the way so that you can join me there. Isn't that great? Aren't you great? And and the I think the reason he he puts this here is that the ultimate worry of our life really is what happens after we. You know, I mean. We know we're we're all going to pass from this world. What's going to happen after that? And so he's like, I, let, you don't have to be worried about right now because ultimately you're going to be with me. And that's, I mean, there's nothing like knowing that you know that you know that God's got you and he's taking you home and you're going to be with him. And so he, he, he says, okay, I don't know what you're worried about right now. I know what you're worried about, but... Ultimately, you're going to be with me. But then he makes that wonderful statement, and he says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm coming back for you. When I read that, I'm like, how come I haven't really read that before? You know, you read, you read the Bible, and you're, you're like, how many times have I read this chapter? And I, and, it, and I never heard the Holy Spirit say it this way. I personally am coming back for you to take you to be with me also so you can be with where I am. I don't know about you. That's, that, that's, that's, that's like, man, shout hallelujah and go home. Because in every one of our lives, it, you know, so, and, you know, I went through all the theologians, you know, they, you know, theologians, they got a, they got a million ideas. I'm a simple follower of Jesus, not a theologian, aren't you glad? But I read theologians, you know, I read commentaries and stuff, and they're like, yeah, and this, this could be the second coming, or this could be this, and this could be that. For me, there's going to be that day where I'm going to go, I think this is it. And at that moment, Jesus is going to literally come to me and take me home to be with him. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, not just a, you know, it's not just a generalized thing. He is talking to his disciples and he's saying, this is how it works. Absent from the body, present with the Lord. I don't know about you, but... Uh, that that's kind of exciting. Anyway, everybody okay? Half half an amen on that one. Okay. So he's coming back, and then he says, "Because you know the way to the place where I'm going, huh?" <laughs> it's like, no. How do I get there? And he, I just love Thomas. He's like, Lord, no, nah, we we're really kind of clued. <laughs> I don't I don't know the way. 
<laughs> yeah, and Jesus makes this wonderful statement. He says, listen, I am the way. And then he adds some stuff. I am the truth. I am the life. And he starts to develop, I think, a great theme for us this morning. And I won't have to develop it too long. But really, we all experience times when we're lost. In fact, I, you know, I loved my 20s. You know, a lot of 20-year-olds, they go and, and try to find themselves. <laughs> you, you know where you find yourself? Wherever you are. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, tra- I traveled, I lived in the woods for a year. You know, I read interesting, you know, Eastern religion books and stuff. And it's like, I'm going to find myself. It's like, dude, look in the mirror. You're right there. You were, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that, that's... That's one way we get lost, and and I think we we try we do try to discover like what what you know what is my purpose and what is my purpose in life, and we and but we get I, I was thinking you know I, I get lost a lot, I I get you know I I get lost, not knowing not just who who I am but really where 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 is God leading me, right? One of the reasons we read Psalm twenty five is is that we forget that God is trying to guide us. And, and we're like, well, should, should we do this or should we do this? Should we be here? You know, uh, people ask me all the time, you know, I, I'm over 60 now. Uh, when are you going to retire? <laughs> now, I don't know, tomorrow. No! <laughs> you know, everybody's like, you can't retire tomorrow. I don't know. I don't even know what retirement is, but, but, but things like that, they, they come into your mind, you know, as you do get older, right? You, it, oh, we never said happy birthday to Tom. We'll, we'll wait. Uh, so, but as we get older, we, we do. We're like, well, you can't, you can't pastor forever. You can't do what you're doing forever. People, you know, some people just want you to move on now, which, sorry, I'm still here. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, you guys, when you, when you guys tell me to leave, then I, I will leave. I, I, I have a problem with that. Okay. So anyway, we, it, it's easy to get lost. And I don't know about you, but sometimes in my mind, I, I do, I get confused. Like, I don't know, what, what season am I in? Where should I be? What should I be doing? You know, should I, you know, should I move? Should I not move? All those kind of things. Uh, so anyway, we, it's easy to lose our, our way. And sometimes that, that loss comes uh, on us. Like we, we lose our jobs or we, we lose our ability to leave the house. <laughs> uh, that ever happened to anybody here? <laughs> Are we still in this this uh, season? Anyway, but you, you, there's a lot of things that you can lose. You can lose your health. You can lose your relationships. You can lose finances. I mean, you, it, you, you know, things that feel lost. Anyway, the bottom line is, when we feel lost, Jesus simplifies it for us. Just come to me. So wherever we are, whenever we're we're feeling lost, lost, we'll talk about loss in a minute. But I, these guys were feeling lost. They didn't know what was happening next. Where are we going to go next? And Jesus said, during that time, I want you to know I am the way. You come to me, and I will lead, guide, direct, and teach you. Okay, got it? Okay, and then he says, I am the truth. Now, um, 
I, I could go off on a whole thing here about truth. But there are times in our lives when we're confused or when we're believing lies. No, I'm not just talking about media lies. <laughs> you know, have you guys tried to sort through all the truth uh, out, out there? Uh, it, you know, I know, I, I know. I, I, I wrote down a couple. Uh, should we wear masks or should we not wear masks? Uh, is Trump a racist? Am I a racist? <laughs> uh, so somebody said last week, they said, have you looked into modern monetary theory? And I didn't know there was such a thing, so I, I looked at, a, I, I listened to a few professors on it. Now, this is, uh, th- this is the ability to print as much money as they want. That's modern monetary theory. I thought that was just theft. <laughs> but, but is this a valid theory? I mean, you know, or, or should I, you know, stick with the Austrian school of economics? I, I am not sure. Which, which should I, but, you know, so we're living in a world where, where we're trying to sort through all kinds of truth. Jesus said, you're confused? And, and really, during this whole pandemic, I, I've had to put away all the, you know, because to tell you the truth, nobody knows but Jesus what's really going on here. <laughs> so, I mean, seriously. And, and, and I've been wrong and right a hundred times during the pandemic. <laughs> Just ask me anything. I have an opinion. <laughs> uh, is it true? I have no idea. I'm just making it up as I go along. Uh, but if you're confused or lost, and, and it's usually just, it's not so much about the pandemic, it's about your life. You know, a lot of times we're in a place where we're just confused. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Things are not working out the way I thought they would. It, you know, it, it, you know, am I safe? You have these questions. Am I safe? Am I okay? Am I loved? And, and you start having those thoughts come into your mind. It's like, well, you know, am, am I all right? And when we're having times like that, Jesus says, come back to me. I'll tell you, you are loved. I'll tell you, you're okay. I'll tell you, you're guided. I'm going to take care of you. And then the life. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Now, I've seen a lot of things die <laughs> in my life. I hate it. I hate it. Now, not, not people, but things, dreams, uh, you know, we're going down the road and, and anticipated certain things and, and these things have died. And Jesus is saying, you're in, in the not so distant future. I am going to die on the cross and you guys are going to experience confusion and you're going to experience great loss. And I want you to know that in those times now, who I am is the person to come to in those times. And I, I just think that a lot of times in this, in this life, there's a lot of disappointment. There's a lot of things that die. And we don't know where to go. And Jesus simplifies it for us and just says, hey, I am the life. Where things are dying, let me meet you there. And I will resurrect them or I will comfort you. One way or another, I will be with you. Which means, leads me... Back to my last place, which is the promise that's found in here, and is, I will come back, and I will take you to be there with me. When we're lost, confused, or things are dying around us, Jesus has this promise 
that if we'll just stop and turn to him, he will come and meet us. And so this morning I wanted to just close in prayer uh, for because I know this strikes each and every one of us. We're all thinking through, yeah, this is not working out so good for me. Or this is, this is a dream that is now over, and I'm still stuck with this lack of life. And so I want to just close in prayer, and let's uh, bring those things before the Lord. Because one thing I do know about Jesus, and the rest of chapter 14, if you get into it, he says, hey, I'm going to send another comforter in my place to be with you, and that's right now, so that you'll know that I am with you. So let's close in prayer. Jesus, we're thankful that we have a person to go to, no matter what's happening in our life. That when our hearts are not are are troubled, they're not at peace, we can instantly know the direction to go to. Our true north is always you. But I felt like this morning, Lord, that you wanted to take care of some business uh, with us. And uh, we just invite your, you by your Holy Spirit to come as we pray through these things. Uh, Lord, that you say that you are the way. And this morning, uh, I know there, there are some that may feel lost. They may feel lost spiritually. They may feel lost in the direction that they're going in their life. We, we come to you because you are the way. And we ask that you would lead us, guide us, teach us, because you are our God, you are our Savior. And we pray for those uh, this morning that are confused by the truth, that the ultimate truth that we need to put our trust in this morning is that you are our God, you are our Savior. And we don't have to figure out everything about pandemics and science and even if we're safe. But Lord, that you have called us to your truth, which is that we're loved, that we are safe in your arms, and that you promise that you will come for us to take us with you. Not just to eternity, but even in this moment. That you are our guide. You are our shepherd. And Lord, lastly, uh, you are the life. You are our life. And Lord, there's, uh, there's so many heartbreaks in this life. And so many things that... Uh, they die. And uh, I know it's easy to, for us to hold these things in our hearts and to be suffering with them. And I pray for all those that are suffering for some loss, loss of a relationship, whatever that might be, that you would come for them now and touch that part of their heart. Bring life to that which is dead. 
And so, Lord, we're grateful that why every other religion in the world says we're trying to get to you. You're the one that's coming for us. And uh, we just declare that you are the way, the truth, and the life this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, this week, if your heart gets troubled, you know where to go. What's the answer? All right, good. <laughs> it's been the same since I was five years old. But <laughs> I just forget more often now. All right. God bless you. Uh, any Before we go, uh, we'll, we'll sign off on YouTube. Uh, anybody have a prayer request or something you want to share before we, we sign off this morning? Sorry, I went a little late.